What is up, guys? It is Quinn here back with another fantasy football video. And today I'm going to be talking about four late round running back targets. So these are players who are going in like round 13 or later. So if you're playing best ball, I think these are solid best ball targets. Or if you're, you know, talking about your redraft leagues, these are going to be the running backs that you're kind of taking with one of your last picks. So these are going to be guys where you're kind of just throwing darts at. The hit rate isn't going to be super high, but if you can locate some good values, I feel like these are players who could at some point during the season, you know, step into your lineup for a few games, maybe slot in as a flex, or if you're desperate, bye weeks injuries can kind of fill in as like an RB2 in your roster. So those are the types of players we are searching for here. And let's just jump right into the first one. It is going to be Tyler Algier. I've already talked about liking him this offseason uh, post the NFL draft. Right now, he is going off the board as the running back 46. That is a round 13 ADP. And really, the only thing here standing between Tyler Algier and like an 130, 50 target season is Damian Williams. Despite Cordero Patterson's breakout last year, the Falcons still consistently use two running backs. It kind of just flew under the radar because Mike Davis was so horrendous when he did get the ball. He was so wildly inefficient. He was totally a non-factor for fantasy, but he actually put together a pretty solid workload. I would really be surprised if Cordero Patterson's usage went up here in 2022. He stepped into a totally new role, you know, last season, operating as kind of a running back, was involved both as a receiver and a running back, but that was by far the largest workload of his career. And he kind of began to break down as the season went on, really struggled in his efficiency in those last few games. Plus, he's going to be uh, 31 this year, so he's definitely not like one of these super young guys. So I think he's going to play his role. He'll be fantasy relevant, but he's not someone who's going to take away, you know, a huge amount of opportunities. There is totally a role for another running back to step in here and be decently fantasy relevant. And I just think it's rare when you have a player who has such a clear path to opportunities going so late in fantasy drafts. Really right now, his only competition for this uh, kind of like RB2 role is a 30-year-old Damian Williams who has only eclipsed 100 carries one time in his seven seasons. And now I know Tyler Algier isn't like some slam dunk prospect. He was a fifth round pick, but he was a solid college producer, rushed for over 1,600 yards as a senior, also showed the ability to be a competent pass catcher. This is a big body dude. He actually started off as a linebacker at BYU, so he has the size. He should be big enough to be a decent pass blocker on third downs. That's a big reason why Mike Davis was on the field so much last year. So at this price, I think Tyler Algier is a really solid pick and is someone who could be like your RB4 if he you know gets this role, you have a bye week, an injury, he could slot in as like an RB2 and it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Just kind of hoping for like 10, 11 points. Maybe he gets into the end zone, one of those players. The next running back is going to be Gus Edwards. He's being drafted as the RB50. That is a round of 14 pick. And just being honest here, he's never going to be a high ceiling guy, basically because the Ravens just do not throw to their running backs. But he is currently lined up to be the running back two for the Ravens. This is a run heavy offense that consistently utilizes two backs. This isn't like a workhorse situation where Gus Edwards is just purely a handcuff. He has some week to week upside or not maybe like not some crazy upside, but he can slot in, give you, you know, 10 points if you need it. Gus Edwards has rushed for at least 700 yards on five yards per carry or higher in all three of his NFL seasons. So there's some solid consistency there. There is a little bit of randomness here in this Ravens backfield, just because both Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins are coming off of ACL tears. 
It looks like they're both likely to begin camp on the pup list. So we don't know exactly when these guys are going to be ready. But if they both return to full health, I expect Dobbins to be the clear number one. Gus Edwards is number two. But this is a team that really likes to use two running backs. Gus Edwards will be involved on a week-to-week basis. And so he's someone who can give you a spot start in your lineup, you know, in a favorable matchup. If you can kind of project the Ravens are going to be up early, running the ball out at the end, he's someone who could go out there, give you 11, 12 carries, and be in your fantasy lineup. But then he also becomes the guy where if J.K. Dobbins goes down, he now slots into that J.K. Dobbins role as kind of like the 1A instead of the 1B in their rushing attack. So I like Gus Edwards here in the 14th round. Now moving on to round 15, this is where I have Ty Davis-Price. He's going off the board as the RB51, like I mentioned, around 15. And just the more I think about this 49ers backfield, the more I just think it is going to be a committee this season. Even though we saw Elijah Mitchell have a very strong rookie year, the 49ers still felt the need to go out, draft a running back in the third round. And when you're looking at Elijah Mitchell and Ty Davis-Price kind of as players, their running styles are very different. Mitchell's the smaller back, 5'10", 200 pounds. He's more successful rushing to the outside, whereas Davis-Price is the much bigger guy, 6 feet tall, 220 pounds, more of an up-the-middle runner. So if Debo Samuel no longer wants to play like that running back, wide receiver hybrid, carries are going to open up. They really like to give Debo valuable touches in the goal line. I could see Davis-Price stepping in, getting some of those goal line opportunities since he is the bigger guy. You'd assume he would be better on the goal line, so he could have some week-to-week touchdown upside. And then if we know anything about the 49ers running back usage, it is typically pretty erratic. Heading into last year, no one had any idea that Elijah Mitchell was going to turn into the guy. Obviously, it helped that Raheem Mostert went down. He probably wouldn't have been the guy if Mostert was healthy. But this was a team where everyone thought Trey Sermon could have potentially been the RB1. At worst, he was going to be like the RB2. Trey Sermon was nowhere to be found. Really, the only time he even got into games was when they were like totally forced to do so when Elijah Mitchell was out. They already had Raheem Mostert down. So you just don't know what is going to happen with this 49ers offense. We saw it at the wide receiver position. Everyone thought Brandon Ayuk was going to be a stud last year. And then he just disappears for the first half of the season. So here in round 15, I'm willing to take a shot on a player who I think could have a day one role. And this is an offense with a very efficient run game. So that's why I like Ty Davis Price here in round 15. And now the fourth and final deep running back target is going to be at Marlon Mack. He is going off the board as the RB58. That is a round 17 pick. And I was a big fan of Damian Pierce as a redraft pick, you know, post the NFL draft. Once I saw he landed here on the Texans, but his price has kind of continued to rise. And I don't think he's a horrible pick at his current ADP. I think he's going like round 10 range. I don't think that's horrible, but I feel like the discrepancy between Pierce and Mack, you know, is too far. So I think Marlon Mack here is a solid value at his price. This running back room for the Texans just straight up is a disaster. You're looking at Marlon Mack, Damian Pierce, Rex Burkhead. You've got Freeman in there, and then Dare Ogumbawale. Don't know if I said that right. Probably did not. But you kind of just have all these like either career running back twos and then Damian Pierce thrown in there. And it's possible that none of these guys are fantasy relevant. If they don't choose one of these guys to kind of carry a huge workload, they're probably not going to be you know valuable on a week-to-week basis just because this is not going to be a good offense. But at this price, I like betting on Marlon Mack. He's been a top 24 fantasy running back in two seasons. He rushed for over 1,000 yards in 2019. He's a year removed from that torn Achilles. Maybe he'll be back a little bit. 
to, you know, his 2018-2019 form. We just don't know. Didn't play a big role last year with the Colts, but I mean, no one was behind Jonathan Taylor. For the Texans as a franchise, I don't really think it would be great for Marlon Mack to be the answer at running back, but you know, for fantasy, it really does not matter. Volume is key. He could be wildly inefficient, but if they're going to give him 18 carries, three targets a game, he is going to be fantasy relevant. We saw it in stretches last year. Mark Ingram, Rex Burkhead at different points in the season were just being fed touches. They were going for like three yards a carry, but if you get into the end zone, you're carrying the ball 20 times. You could start in some, you know, leagues, some weeks where you got buys, injuries, all that stuff. So I think, you know, Marlon Mack could be the guy. And at price, when he's going like five rounds later than a guy like Damian Pierce, I think he's the guy you should be targeting. So those are the four late round running back targets that I think you guys should keep your eyes on. Just to run through them again, Tyler Algier, Gus Edwards, Ty Davis Price, and then Marlon Mack. But that is going to wrap it up for this one. Over the next three days, I'll be talking about late round wide receiver, quarterback, and tight end targets. So look out for all of that. Thank you for stopping by and I'll see you guys in the next one.